You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Delany Williams and joined by my co-host Landry Holmes. Hello Delany, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay, how about yourself Landry? Doing great, it's a beautiful day. It is, it is and it will be an even better day after we finish this podcast because we are getting to talk about Unit 5, Session 4, The People Built the Tabernacle. And so this session, this story is in Exodus chapters 35 through 40. So we have been in the book of Exodus for a few sessions. And so this will actually be our final session in the book of Exodus. And so when we think about the big idea of this session, we want to remember that this is clear evidence that God longs to be with his people, living with them and loving them so they can love and enjoy him too. The tabernacle is a symbol of God's desire to be with people. And it was eventually replaced with a temple. And then again, with God, the son himself, the son, Jesus literally came to earth to dwell among the people, making the only way for us to live with God forever. And so this is going to be an exciting session for the boys and girls and for our leaders as they get to teach these truths to the preschoolers and children. And so as we move to the part of the podcast where we talk about some activities that may require a little extra prep time. I want to start with our babies and toddlers leader guide. And so an activity that they are doing is called build a tent church. And so listeners may remember the last several weeks, it seems like we've had an activity in our different age groups where they are building a tent church either with a bed sheet or a blanket or using a child-sized tent. And so this is an activity where you can use those supplies again, but we do also wanna remind our teachers to make sure that no adults are alone with the preschoolers in the tent church and that the preschoolers are visible at all times. So moving along to our younger preschool leader guide, there's an activity called the Lace a Basket And so just a word to help you as you are preparing, you may want to consider providing more than one basket at a time. So more children would be able to participate in this activity as well. And so the main thing is, is that the basket has the little places where you would be able to weave in it, whether that is a laundry basket or even some of the storage baskets have them as well. And so you want to make sure that ribbon is going to be able to fit through the little sections in those baskets. Also in our younger preschool leader guide, there's an activity in the bonus teaching hour called make a cloud collage. You know, our preschoolers, especially in that age that our younger preschool resource is for, they, they're still developing their fine motor skills. And so Landry, when I think about that age, simple activities like tearing paper that is something that will help them develop those fine motor skills. And so some of our, some of our younger, younger preschoolers, that may be a new skill for them. And they may need a little help 
tearing that paper. And so you could even use tissue paper for that as well. That would be easier to tear than construction paper. And then moving along to our older preschool resource, there's an activity called Rub Coins. Just a safety reminder, make sure to supervise this activity very closely to ensure that preschoolers do not put coins in their mouths. Then in our preschool worship guide, we have another fun creative activity called Guess the Texture. So this is something that you're going to need to, pre to prepare ahead of time. Think of it in a way as a matching game, but you'll be using more than one cent. You'll be using more than sight. You'll also be using filling. And so what you're going to do is you're going to prepare the cards, different item cards and their suggestions in the leader guide um, prior, to, prior to the session. And you want to make the cards that are the matches as identical as they can. So if it is something with one suggestion was colorful yarn, the two cards that you're making that will match each other, you want to make those as identical as possible because you will put one card from each of the matching sets in a box. If you do not have a box, you could also use a bag for that. And then you'll put the other card of the set on the table. So the child will be able to see it and then fill it if they want. And then they'll be able to reach into the box or the bag and fill the other one and then guess which, guess which item is in the bag. And so that will be a fun different way to approach the matching game, if you will. And so those are the activities I wanted to highlight for preschool. And Landry, could you highlight and talk about some of our activities for the kids' resources? Yes. First of all, in younger kids, there is an option to build a tabernacle using different kinds of blocks and dividing the um, kids into groups and letting each group have a different type of block. You know, I'm thinking about large interlocking blocks. Some of them may have wooden blocks. You may have three teams. You may find a, a different kind of, of block for for the other team. And, you know, maybe even cardboard blocks just to make it different because they, they usually don't play with cardboard blocks or foam blocks, whatever it is. But you might also want to consider providing block templates for the block structures, especially since we're trying to teach about the tabernacle. Because if not, you know, our kids are sometimes, we want them to use their imaginations, but sometimes we have to guide that imagination to build appropriate things with their blocks. So you might actually give them uh, templates as they're trying to build a tabernacle. Another thing that I thought about is because we're talking about the tabernacle is provide them with some scraps of fabric to add to their block structures and to you know add some color to it make it make it fun add some add some uh, scraps of fabric so those are just some things i thought about in addition to what is in the leader guide and then if you're going to do the activity option one serve with love later on in the in the session you might want to save some of your blocks for that activity. Usually I'm talking about activities, Delany, but I, I wanted to just expand a little bit on uh, and point out the questions from kids. I, I know that some of our listeners probably use 
the questions from kids video in their teaching time. And then we offer in the leader guide some discussion questions to, to elaborate on that. The, the, in the questions from kids, I would also, you know, as you, as you have a conversation with them, as you're having your discussion, that you, you help kids understand the difference between a church or even a church building and a tabernacle. I don't believe it's too young to help younger kids begin to understand that, you know, the tabernacle was a place where God came and dwelt among the people. Church today, or church building today, is where the church gathers, and the church is people. And But God dwells within us as believers, so we don't go to church just you know we we don't go to church because god dwells there we go to church to a church building because that's where the people of god gather and so it's helpful to begin to just help them understand the tabernacle is not the same thing as what we call a church building today there's a difference but there's a similarity too and that is the gathering of god's people and so then you know, use the provided discussion questions to continue the conversation. And uh, in younger kids, those questions are, why do Christians go to church if God is everywhere? Uh, how has the church helped you or encouraged you? And that leads me into the older kids. Again, the same thing, Use talking about questions from kids uh, with the older kids. Go into a little bit more detail about the difference between a church, church building, tabernacle, and then ask those discussion questions. God is everywhere, so why do Christians go to church? How has the church encouraged you or helped you to follow uh, follow Jesus? Also, with elementary kids, we you know offer the midweek add-on. This is another opportunity to continue teaching biblical truth to kids. It's been a while since we've talked about midweek. Uh, in midweek, we focus on spiritual disciplines. The spiritual discipline of worship is what we're focusing on during uh, this unit of study. And there's a group game called This or That Dwelling. And uh, it suggests, you know, to gather images or photos of different dwellings or living spaces uh, from magazines, from, you know, from the internet. But just be sensitive to the living conditions of, of kids. Uh, sometimes it's easy to fall into a trap and think everybody lives in a house like I do or everybody lives in an apartment like I do or everybody lives, you know, in a mobile home or a prefabbed house like I do. And we all live in different places. So be sensitive to those living conditions. Also be sensitive to the fact that kids may, you know, alternate where they live. Uh, if their parents uh, don't live together, they might live with one parent you know during the weekend one parent during the weekends or every other week or every other weekend and one parent may have one kind of place where they live and the other might have a completely different dwelling where they live and so just be sensitive to all of that as you play this or that dwelling uh, so that all the kids feel valued and they don't feel judged by where they live or don't live that helps us really point out what excites me about this session and that is god wants to meet with us wherever we are we don't have to be in a certain place we don't have to wear certain clothes or live in a certain house 
we can have a personal relationship with God. And he wants to spend time with us. He wants us to get to know him. He loves us. He knows us better than anyone. And he wants us to get to know him. And that is what is so cool about this side of the New Testament is that because of Jesus, we don't have to go to a place to experience God's grace and to experience God and to worship God. We can worship him wherever we are, whenever we are. And uh, that's, that's exciting for me. And it's also exciting that we have this opportunity to help kids begin to begin to start understanding there's a difference between church, church building, and then how the people of God gathered in the Old Testament. It's a great word, Landry. And I agree with everything you said on that. And that that's what excites me too, just that we get to teach that to boys and girls, but we as leaders also get to be reminded of that truth as well. Um, an additional thing that as I was just thinking about, especially for preschoolers, what is something that excites me about this session? I think it's always exciting when we get to introduce to them new vocabulary, if you will. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to have vocabulary tests during, you know, our, our <laughs> session, but just introduce new words that maybe they've never heard before. And so I think about the word holy, you know, maybe they have heard it, maybe they have it maybe they know what it means and maybe this is the first time that they'll hear it explained and so you know we know that preschoolers are concrete learners and thinkers and so sometimes whenever they hear the word holy what do you think a preschooler may think of Landry if you hear the word holy and you don't know what it means or uh, in our something term. something that has holes punched in it <laughs> Right. something that you know a bucket with a hole in it a, a uh, inflatable with a hole in it right or you have a hole in your pants you know like in your knees yes. where you falling you know you think holy uh, it may not be where you fall. i mean kids <laughs> well, today buy true. you know their parents buy their jeans with holes already made in them <laughs> that's true good point good point now when i was a kid delany my mother would make sure that my pants were patched so i wore patches on my pants i don't right. know about you but i had these big old patches on top on my pants right i think yeah i remember how you could cut that out and to make sure that it fit just that spot that you needed to and you could iron it on and all that yep. yeah mm -hmm. and so so yes yeah, so <laughs> i'm holy. sorry you did not expect me to go there did you <laughs> there we go so we're talking about holy um, just a reminder to make sure that the kids, especially the preschoolers, understand what holy means, meaning it's set apart. It, it's the way when we're talking about holy is different than having holes in your, in your clothes or in a bucket. And so throughout that, I mean, we will talk about that there are holy clothes that they wore. And so help them understand what that means. And so that is, like I said, just something anytime we get to introduce new vocabulary, new terms to preschoolers, that's something that excites me because we get to be some of the first people to help teach them that word or words. And so I'm looking forward to this, this lesson um, that we're going to be teaching in the book of Exodus. So Landry, do you have any other things you'd like to add for this 
episode? I was thinking as we as we began today's session, today's episode, that we as adults sometimes when we're reading about the tabernacle and getting into the specifications of the tabernacle, you know, sometimes we feel like, oh, this is not very interesting reading. It really is because it's really cool to see how God gave all of these very specific instructions. And why? Because it was very important. Every, not just the structure, but what went in the structure. Why was it important? Because this is where God was going to come and dwell with his people. And I, that, so as a, as an adult, I encourage other adults spend some time in those in the scriptures about the tabernacle and, and instead of glossing over the measurements and the specific building materials, think through about God is telling them how to do something orderly and specifically because this is God honoring. And so I just, you know, that's, that's not something necessarily we'll get into with, with the kids, but that's just something I thought of earlier, Delany, is everything in the Bible is there for a purpose. Let's be careful not to skim over the parts that may seem a little detailed. Uh, same thing goes with genealogies. Don't ever skip over those. They're there for a reason. God wants us to see his plan and his purpose. And that's what we want to, kids to understand, is that the tabernacle was part of God's plan as he continued to lead them to redeem them, which we see ultimately in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Landry. That's a great word for, for me, for our other teachers and other leaders listening to this podcast. And so we want to thank you leaders for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids and preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschooling Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.